before, John. We didn't have a week three. This we is, didn't, uh, man. Thank God we, we didn't. didn't. We did. Well, no, to be honest with you, I'm going to share some of my picks that I had lined up for the show, and I actually, I mean, walked away fairly wealthy man after this week. Uh, this is Prop Nation. I'm Sully. This is your boy, John Roberts. And uh, you know what? I'm going to start off with that. We didn't get to have a show. But the first thing that I was going to say when we got onto the show, I was going to say Jerry Judy, longest completion over. I was That was the first thing that I was going to say. Guess what? He caught a 25-yard catch. I was watching it, and I thought that would have been a great clip for our podcast, John. Ooh, Neely. Would have been Man, I, I went back to the well with Cortland Sutton, and I tried a little Marvin Mims action yeah. as well. I, I got very lucky Marvin on Marvin Mims. Mims, I'll say that. He caught a long one, didn't he? He did, like, uh, right towards the end of the game. Cortland Sutton was a bad pick. Yeah, yeah. I, look, <laughs> it probably worked out better for me that we uh, – we didn't we do didn't the film. show yeah, in the end, yeah. I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. good. Yeah, I, I, hit, uh, I hit a couple. A couple parlays this, this weekend. And it was uh, it was a very good weekend. Got the ball rolling. Feel good. Feel good to be back in a parlay win column. The singles yeah, have been on nice. fire. Yep. The singles have been on fire this year. We've been killing it. But uh, to, get, to get a nice parlay win, that feels good, you know? Yeah, great job. Well, we're gonna do we're gonna do it again this week. The singles are gonna be on fire this week. I know. I already know. It's a difficult week to pick. It definitely is. I was looking at the slate. Yeah. Uh, you did a Thursday right before we filmed this. You did a Thursday preview. A little Thursday preview for Bears at uh, football team. Can you, re- can you reiterate <laughs> what your Can you reiterate what your picks were so that I don't? Yeah. Steal any? Since, since this will be coming out after the fact, so we're looking at Justin Fields over two hundred. Passing yards. He, we want him. He, you think he's going back? He's going back to what he did this past week. That was insane. He was playing like John Elway. He's been. He's actually been quite good. If you remove like sort of like the boneheaded plays and the turnovers and the interceptions between oh, yeah. those, everything that you don't want to have a quarterback do. If you remove yeah. all of those, then yeah, he like looks for great. real life football. Yeah, he's a shocker. John, but your son Charlie looks purposes. like an NFL quarterback. If you remove all those things. Yeah, but for our purposes, it like he's it's, it's actually quite good. I've got Brian Robinson over sixty-five and a half rushing yards. I'm into Brian Robert. Uh, Brian, Brian, he, he, Brian, hold on, sorry, <laughs> you can't believe you, it. Can you are you? not you. No, I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe it because uh, I'm a truther. You know, I'm a, I'm yeah. a Commanders uh, running back truther, and you have. I am not. You've always shunned my decisions. For Not anymore. I'm, I'm climbing aboard. Uh, the other one I've got, I'm stacking with Fields, is DJ Moore over 50 and a half receiving. Yep. Okay. And I've got a little bit of Terry McLaurin action as well. Yeah, that's great. I love it. I that's love the it. ticket. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Johan uh, Johan Johan uh, Dotson uh, over longest uh, completion in that game. Well, I, that's uh, he's been a bit interesting actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain. Let's jump to it real quick now. This is the uh, ticket that we're looking at. Sorry, this is the uh, spreadsheet. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. But also, um, Jahan Dotson, he has not hit a single nope. uh, receiving prop. No, this he hasn't. Yet. He's been, but, but he's been hey. 145 and a half. So, so it makes me nervous. Look, I don't play roulette. I don't. I don't. But I have some friends. Uh, Shout out my boy, Brandon Stevenson, 
who is religious on following trends and then mm-hmm. betting the opposite when it feels like it's getting too tight. You know, right. like he'll, he'll, it'll hit black, it'll hit black, it'll hit black, it'll hit black. And he'll, he'll get a good gut feeling like, I'm going to ride this. I think it's going to do it two yeah. more times. And then he goes, yeah. there's, there's about a 0% chance it's going to hit black again. That right there is Johan Dotson. All right. All right. Well, so, we'll see by the time you're listening to this. Dotson over we'll know the result. longest completion. I don't even know what the number is. I don't, and that's, and that's how confident I am in that pick. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, the number could be 23 and I would be content with it. I'm going to go look it up right now just so that I'm not, uh, longest reception dots and they don't even have it listed because he's been nah, so terrible it probably is, say. because he's been, I know it's definitely around, like I will go find it. Um, mm-hmm. and it'll definitely, it'll be on DraftKings, but, uh, yeah, give it to me at, at. 17, 18, 19, any one of those. 20, 21, 22. I think I'm off the bus at 22. <laughs> but I think, the number, that is, I, I think the number is going to come in somewhere around 18 for that. The, um, the Bears' defense has actually been good at shutting down receiver one options. I'll bet they yeah. haven't had too many like alpha receivers to go mm-hmm. up against. But the receiver two option has uh, had free reign, so well, hey, look, could be now you're there. T- getting a peek into my headspace right now. But uh, but it, you combine that with the fact that there's been minimal production, and that uh, I think it's a little bit of a secret weapon in the uh, in the arsenal for the, for this week. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the week that he has a really good one. You know how I thought right. that way about Swift. You know, you know when everyone was like, "No, Swift, what a what a waste," and then we said, "This is the Swift week." Yeah. This is the Dotson week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's move on because you already did the Thursday slate. I just wanted to say that that, that formally, that is one of my picks. Love it. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the slate. Like, there's a few really good matchups this Sunday that I'm excited there's for. Buys. Um, buys. I don't like, I don't even know what to do anymore because there's teams that aren't playing and that, that I was like kind of gearing up, ready to ride some, yeah. some players. And I looked at the slate and I thought, oh, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. There's some tasty ones though. There's some tasty ones. My Seahawks are on Yeah. What do you think's tasty? What? Give me your first team that you think has a good <laughs> so, matchup. I don't actually have any bets for this per se, but uh, Chiefs at Vikings is going to be <laughs> a howl. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm a little is bit prim- nervous. Is it prime think... time or is it one o'clock? No, this is a late afternoon uh, game. A four o'clock I, game. What a um, weird spot for Minnesota. Yeah, I think uh, last I checked, it was a four. I thought it was a four o'clock game. Um, you were correct. The, it's a four twenty-five. Yeah, the or like in your the time? Cousins. Sorry, what, what cousins, time is that for you? You're gonna, you're gonna watch that at three in the morning. Uh, at, no, at four it's uh, seven a.m. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm a little bit nervous about these Kirk Cousins over what the number's going to be. Could I think it'll be around three hundred, and that makes me nervous. This is also going to be one of the most bet games on yeah, slate. So, yeah, it, it's yeah. not on my TV. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I would fade a little bit in that game. I think maybe Rasheed Rice seems a little tasty in that one. Right. I might, I might dabble. I might dabble. But that I wouldn't mind going back it. to like Jordan Addison. But the Chiefs' yeah, defense is good, man. They are. They're looking good, and that run game is is what we you know at the beginning of the season we were like, ah, the Chiefs' run game, it's going to be abysmal. Mm. And you remember when you told me now I don't you know I drafted Isaiah Pacheco what 
last year yeah. in, in Dynasty, and you were like, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. You didn't trust it this year? And did I you still watch what he just did? You still yeah, don't I know. trust him? He had a good game. Like He's not getting the starting job for no reason. I understand why he's getting it. I just, he's just not. The guy ran like friggin' Ladanian Tomlinson out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't snag me on that one. I, I don't yeah, take that, that quote, no. but, uh, um, you know, but he did. He had an extremely good game. He had one of those games where you go, where you look at him and you go, that's a superstar. Yeah. The um the other game I think looks kind of interesting, which I don't have anything either, is uh, the London game between the Jags and the Bills. Whoa, Should be an interesting game. If anything, it I is. would be looking back to Evan Ingram. He's been overs for Evan Ingram have been very tasty. Tredavious White is out for the season now, so I just think it bodes well for him there. And the Jags are going to be staying in London. It is the Bills, though. They've the Bills are good, man. The defense is really, really good. The Bills offense is really, like really good. Good football team right now, and I will yeah. tell you that the rookie tight end for the Bills, Dalton Kincaid, Kincaid, my boy, he is looking really dominant. Yeah, he's going to be a superstar. Um, those are going to be some mismatches for him in that game. I uh, would. I don't. I don't even know what the prop line would be. I is it out? No, we're because we're filming this on a Tuesday right now. There's yeah, we're, we're just making we're just making shit up right now. Uh, oh no, there is. There's two and a half receptions for Kincaid, and there yeah. is uh, twenty eight and a half receiving yards. Looks tasty. He also has the longest reception of fifteen and a half. I would, you know what? I'm going to move that line down. You know how I like to do this. I'm going to do an alternate. I'm going to do an alternate, um, an alternate receiving total at 20. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move it down to 20 and I'm going to take Dalton Kincaid over 20 yards. Cool, man. I like that. Yeah. I'll take a Evan Ingram around 35 and a half for myself. Thank you. Um, so that should be a good game, but, uh, let's kick off with the actual, with the ones we're actually looking at. Did you want to go first? No, no, I'm, I'm along for the ride here, buddy. You're the All bus right, well, driver I'm... right now. <laughs> I don't mean you're, you're the bus driver. Yeah, I no, just get good. excited about these picks, you know? Okay. I'm going straight to the big stage. I'm going all the way to Sunday night football Who's between playing? the, uh, Cowboys are going to Santa Clara to play the 49ers. Cowboys it's and 49ers. Gonna be... It's going to be a very, very good game. That is the, um, there's a couple of uh, lines that I'm looking at here, and this is two sort of like really juggernaut teams. I'll, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please like and subscribe while you're here. But also I'm looking at the 49ers. So they have, for the most part, obviously like they've been blowing every single team out, and that's been causing the opposition to probably have to start to like play catch up a lot and perform better than what we would usually see them against other teams. But there's a couple of lines I'm looking at here. And the one I want to start with is Dak Prescott over passing yards. And I think that we're going to get it at about 230. It could go up to 240, but I think that that's probably going to be pretty necessary. The completions look good as well. And the options against the receiver. Um, I'm just going to quickly jump over to Dak as well. The other thing that uh, Dak has been very good is his uh, prop lines have been fairly reasonable for passing as well. They've been at 240 last week, 240 the week before, 215 in week two for some unknown reason. 
and he's smashed all of them. And we know that the Cowboys have gotten out to a really big lead as well. And I think that this is going to require Dak to be a big, heavy passing game, especially because the other thing about the 49ers is uh, they have done a good job at stopping running backs. So it'd be interesting to see how Tony Pollard goes this game. But I think that they're going to have to rely on the pass a lot here. Who's, who's the beneficiary of uh, said increase in pass yardage? So it hasn't been CeeDee Lamb, which is uh, probably surprising, but he's, and this is the other thing I was just saying is like, because the Cowboys are getting out to these huge leads, I feel like they're not really having to rely on them. So big games for Michael Gallup, big games for Jake Ferguson and Brandon Cook's bringing in there. But even like Robert, is it, no, Torben? If we, if you don't know his name, he's, special team he's, player. He's, 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 he's going to be Turpin. irrelevant. Deontay Turpin or something like that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's also been uh, fairly involved Shit. in the second, second half. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to slip my mind. My bad. No, that's good. So that's oh, my first good. one is Dak Prescott overpassing. So, so there were, there were some reports coming out that, um, that both backup running backs were going to be getting some more time, that they were going to take some stress off of uh tony pollard Mm -hmm. what what do you like what do you think like if you're gonna dive into a line there and and you know tony pollard's been basically playing all three downs yeah so they're saying that he's not going to so you've got dowdle and vaughn that are They both were came into the game late last week, but that was just because the game was out of control. So, yeah. um, but they said that they're going to be featuring these two backs quite a bit more. Would you be interested in taking any of those on the receiving totals? Because both of the receiving totals will be around six and a half. And if you were going to um, take one of those backup running backs, would you take one of them over six and a half? It's, it's six and tricky. a half, John. I would not. I just don't think that this is going to be a big running back spot. Even in the pass catching, the backup pass catching, it doesn't make me very excited unless you're talking like inside of two minutes. But I think Pollard's been playing that as well. I don't I don't see Pollard not being the feature guy. Well, he's going to be like, featured, but, but is he going to go all three? Is he going to go all three downs when they're, when they're saying? When they're saying we would like to play our secondary and tertiary running backs. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's uh, I just don't see. I think that this will be the first game where the Cowboys could be playing from behind, and I think we'll we won't have seen this side of them yet until now. So it's hard to I, make that call. Yeah, I wasn't going to pick anybody. I just wanted to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, um, no, I wouldn't. I, I also, I think, I think the whole world's so deflated on Brandon Cooks right now. So deflated yeah. on Brandon Cooks. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he went for forty yards this game. Yeah, yeah, would not be surprised. Am I taking it? I'm a little bit deflated on Brandon Cooks too. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to take it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think so. Hey, let's let's go over let's go over to uh, to a divisional a battle okay. with the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that the Titans are absolutely horrible at, and that's defending the run. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that the Tennessee Titans are extremely good at doing, and that's running the friggin' football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I like this thing. Um, the king. The king. They're going to feed him that friggin' football. 
They're gonna feed. Yeah. They're gonna feed them the ball, and it's a divisional game. You know, it's gonna be dirty. It's mm-hmm. gonna be trenches dirty, and I love it. I love it. Over rushing attempts. Give me if it's at 16, 17 for Derrick Henry. This is one of those games that they use the crap out of him. Yeah, and I'll take it. I will also take uh, the longest rush is probably going to be like 17 or 18. And I just don't think he's got that juice anymore, but I do think that he's going to pound the ball. And if he's even averaging three, four yards, if his, if his rushing totals anywhere around 70. Yeah. I'm taking the over. The, um, I don't, I don't know what it is. You know, is it, is it up? That's the other question. Yeah, that's the thing. So with Derrick Henry, he started at the first three weeks, his uh, attempts lines were around 22, 23 rushing attempts. <laughs> but he wasn't being utilized that way. So it went down to 16 and a half against the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, and he, I, obviously, I think this is why you're like, whoa, Derrick Henry's not bad because you were watching him just destroy your team. I stopped. <laughs> but, I stopped watching. He'll be, he'll, I think I he'll didn't. be back. I wasn't Colts. watching. Yeah, this is a good matchup. Who did the Colts just play last weekend? Gone. Uh, was no, it wasn't Tennessee. Who was it? I, yeah, I, I had no, I had no business in any of those. There was no shares in any of it. Um, so did I say at the beginning of this? I said week four. I did say week four, didn't I? That's all good. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's week five. It's definitely week five. Uh, they played the Rams. Rams. That's it. Yeah, and as per usual, Keontae Ingram had his way with them. So, yeah, yeah, Derrick Henry, back to being the king. Back to being the king. Uh, I'm just taking a look right now to see if there's uh, anything up, anything up for him. Uh, There is 75 and a half rushing yards. It's a good number. That's a really good number because I said anything around 70, I would take it. And then that's where that starts to get a little dicey. Um, Yeah, I'd move it. I'd move it. Uh, 70. Would you want to go up or down? (laughs) Go down. I would go down. Down, yeah, yeah. Down, down. I would, I would, and I wouldn't take it on a single because it's not worth it, but I would use it as a booster uh, mm-hmm. in a parlay. And I would what? take Derrick Henry over 72 and a half. All right. I go down, th- go, I buy, buy down three yards. I mean, the Colts have not been very efficient at stopping the run to date so far. And I think that this should be a good game between the two at home for the Colts as well. So, yeah, I, re- I really like it's, that pick. And King Harry, Henry's on his way back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they're going to they're gonna have to use him. They want, like, this, is a, this is a very important game. So yeah. if, you're trying, if you're trying to keep the, the tread, uh, you know, still, still right on the tires and you don't want to wear them down, then there's games in the season where you look at it and you go, you know what? We don't have to use him. Like, you know, we mm. don't have to, we don't have to put the pedal to the metal with, with the, the horse, you know? Yeah. Um, not that horses go pedal to the metal, uh, but uh, yeah, you don't have to use all your horsepower. Um, sorry. It's been a long day, John. <laughs> uh, been a long, been a long couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, d- this is one of those games. They're just going to use the crap out of Derrick Henry. So, pff, fire it up, fire up Derrick Henry. All right, I love that one, man. I'm going to get to my first running back or my second prop, my f- the running back prop that I'm looking at. 
I'm going to this uh, Texans at Falcons game. And I say this because the Houston Texans have not been able to stop any single running back. I'll bring it up now, which you'll be able to see if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully. Desmond but, Ritter won't throw the friggin' football more than well, 12 he times this game. But having said that, so the Texans uh, have given up over 30 rushing yards, 50 rushing yards, 70 rushing yards, and 55 on the weekend. And that was to Najee Harris, who we know has been really bad, but they just cannot stop anyone at the moment. And now they come up probably a bit against the best running back that they're going to face so far in Bijan Robinson. Probably so the best looking running back in the entire league right now. Exactly. So I think that this is a really nice spot for Bijan, who in conjunction with how bad the Texans uh, run defense has been, he's been amazing. He had a, a tricky one the week before in week three, just in like rushing, but he was still elite in receiving. So I think you can go any way here. He could get up to 75 and a half rushing yards. And I'm not even scared of it. I think that like, I wouldn't this be scared is, of that either. This could be a huge, huge game for Bijan. I think they're going to mix in Tyler Algier as well, but he's just so efficient. I think that they're also probably going to start hopefully moving away from Desmond Ritter um, as far as passing goes because he has been utilized quite a did, fair did, bit. Did you see Did you see Mac Hollins? Did you see that? You saw <laughs> yes. that clip? As, uh, briefly, what was he doing? Just like, no, so, so, like, so Des, Desmond, Des, Desmond came back to the bench and – you know, it was basically like, you know, it's all good. Like, we got this, boys. Like, went mm. to go dap up Mac Hollins. And, you know, Mac Hollins, that's a G. Like, that's a dude. Yeah. That is a dude's dude. That is a yeah. dude who lives by his own rules and does not care the cameras <laughs> are on him. The guy yeah. runs when he's outside of practice without shoes on. Yeah. This guy... He he follows his own rules to the to the beat of his own drum. So you know that it's authentic. Yeah. And he refused to to, <laughs> to accept a handshake from Desmond Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I felt so bad for Desmond because he's trying, you know. And it's one of those yeah. things where he's trying to get control of this offense, and you know. You, a lot of these players, they get to the NFL and they were leaders their entire way to, to getting to the NFL. And then you start dealing with people who have money and experience yeah. and tenure yeah. and they've been around leaders and they've been around people who have done it so much better than they're going to do it. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah, he, he is doesn't is, have the vote of confidence nah. from at least Mac Hollins. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, you know that if Mac Hollins is feeling that way, it's everyone's got to be feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. If he has the compliment to, be, to give him the uh, Robbie Anderson tighten up bra to Sam Donald vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but, and I, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to tighten up. No. Nope. Nope. No. Uh, so that's it, Bijan. Over whatever you want. Over rushing. I'll take it. Thank you. What have now, you got for me? I don't have anything. Um, so All right, I got another one. <laughs> yeah, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let's pick. Let's pick a game. Pick a game, mm -hmm. and then we will we'll argue over a position. Okay, and we'll talk about the game script, and then we okay. will we will land on a pick. And I think we're gonna end up with the exact same player because that's how we okay. Do it. Okay, go for it. Pick a game. I can pick any game I want. Any game on the slate. All right, I'm going to go, let's go Philly at LA Rams. Ooh. Philly at the Rams. Actually, no, no, no. Let's go Bengals at Cardinals. Bengals at oh, Cardinals. Oh, God. I 
hate this so much. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do the Bengals. Okay. Cool. Bengals. Bengals and Cardinals. Bengals and Cardinals. Um, when it when it comes to these two teams, I look at this like this is a a moment for Joe Burrow to try and get a form of redemption and to get some confidence built up underneath him. And I think that the offensive coordinators are going to feel the same way. I think that the offensive coordinators are going to say, unleash, throw the ball, and find a groove. And I think you're going to have short completions to get going. And then those completions with the odd with the odd chuck down the field. Um, this is going to completely depend on if T. Higgins is playing because I think mm-hmm. that this is a get-right game for T. Higgins if T. Higgins is okay. Yeah. Then I thought last game was going to be a T. Higgins game, and then he was he was injured. Yeah. But I do think that that just translates over to this because I think that this is the type of if you are Zach Taylor, this is very much a we need to establish some sort of confidence in this locker room. And in order to do that, you need to take the, the captains that you yeah. have and let them perform. And I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Yeah. Those are three players that I would target in this game. And then if we were doing the contrarian side, if the ball's being thrown a lot, you kind of force the other team to have to throw the ball a lot. So yeah. uh, I like the really young kid in um, on Arizona. Oh, Michael Wilson. I do like Michael Wilson. Yes, he's good, isn't he? he? He And you know what? To be honest with you, what, four or five? I don't know what the, his targets have been. They've been low, but his completion rate's been fairly decent. And uh, mm. I you can't really – his completion rate because the targets – Josh Dobbs has been throwing the ball away quite a bit. So it's tough. If it's thrown in his general direction, he gets the knock for not <laughs> catching it, right? Yeah. Um, but – but uh yeah, I think I would go three completions probably to him. Yeah. Three three completions, and I don't know what the yardage total is, but I'd feel probably comfortable up to like 40. For Michael Wilson, so you think this will be a good spot for him? I mean, yep. he's been playing well. Michael Brown has been playing well as well. Yep. Uh, just having quick looks. So the over-unders at 45, not bad. And is it 45? Bengals, yeah, Bengals are minus three on the road. So. Oh, the over-under is 45. I thought you said on Michael Wilson. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry, the over-under for the game. Um, 45 for Michael Wilson wouldn't be bad, though. No, I, I, that's, I, it sounds accurate, right? Um, yeah. I just wish it's been 35 some today. of up. They don't. They just have Marquise Brown at 47 and a half, which is kind of tasty. And that's they good own, as well. They, he was they, 60 they, the last couple of weeks, and he's beaten both of those. He's gotten over. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're they're anticipating honing in on the number one. And the, yeah. the, Bengal, the Bengals are notorious for being able to shut down the star play. Not so much. This year's been a little bit of a weird situation for the Cincinnati Bengals. But but uh, that team, like I said, it's a get-right game. I think it's yeah. completely a get-right game. And yep. it's and it's still confidence get-right. I think it goes for the defensive side as well. So I think you get back to what you do really well, and you focus on that. And I, if that's double-teaming, you know, pulling in a safety, double teaming the the biggest threat, the downfield threat. What they I don't think what they they, they haven't seen uh the 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 Michael Wilson a secondary burner which mm. he is. Like he's mm. he's dominating 
through the seams and up the side of the field. Like he's he's dominating. He's getting possession. Um, big thing that I that I recognize is, is like big catch radius. Like it's tough. It's tough. You throw the ball up. He's able to get it. Mm. And uh, I think it's going to be a problem. I think I think it's going to be a problem. So I I on I like the trifecta there. The two the two big wide receivers for uh, Cincinnati in uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins. I don't know what those numbers are going to be, but uh, Jamar Chase is probably going to be pretty inflated. Chase will be huge. It'll yeah. be huge. It'll be huge. And so it would lean me to taking T Higgins. T Higgins, if he comes back, is going to be under fifty yards. Yeah. Yep. Could be. Could be. He's he been be. 60 he will be. every week. No, he was fifth this this week. He was fit. He started at fifty six oh, and a half. Oh, find a good book then. Yeah, he was at fifty six and a half, and then yeah. obviously. So if you're taking averages, he averaged. Well, did he even get a catch this past game? I don't even know. Yeah, he got one for five yards, maybe. Yeah, like one or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before he was injured, so I mean, really, like they're going to take averages, so that's going to keep sinking. So if that's mm. if that keeps sinking, and you know that this is going to be a Joe Burrow throwing game, or you think, you hope, um, I can imagine, you're you're going to take T Higgins on the upswing here. So this is this is a, a prime spot to take T Higgins if he comes back. And especially people are going to be off of them as well. So it's not even heat from mm. Vegas. You know, it's not even, oh, the whole world's on this because yep. a lot of people are going to stay away from it because he, he went down with an injury. So yep. um, if he's cleared to play, T. Higgins, uh, probably you could probably get him at four and a half receptions, which mm -hmm. is kind of dicey to me. But I would take him, if it's 50 to 55 yards, somewhere in there, yep. take the over. And yep. Michael Wilson take the over 40 yards. Those are good picks. I do quite like that. Um, I think this, like you say, this has got to be a huge get right game for the Bengals and for Joe Burrow. Cardinals defense, they've allowed all of the, um, or the last three weeks, all quarterbacks have gone over their passing uh, props, their passing completions. The running backs have had success. Um, weird game last week with the 49ers because the 49ers basically just used Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey. It was those two pieces exclusively and those two people. Not, even, two a, not even a catch from Debo. Just destroyed. Debo Samuel had like three carries for nine yards and that was yeah. it. Yeah. They didn't so, have to. Um, the 49ers are nuts, yeah. man. They, they yeah. can game script and plan yeah. and it screws everybody. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the New England Patriots when Tom Brady was there. They oh, can yeah. just run the same play 12 yep. times in a row and, yep. and nobody can stop it. And then they go, yep. well, fuck it. We're just going to keep running this until you can stop it. And then when you yep. do, we're going to give a variation, which is like a double jet sweep. And then you have no idea if we're mm. actually going to run that play again or not. And we're going to line up in that formation. We're just going to bully the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That should be a good game. All right, I'll get to my final receiving prop. And uh, this one I'm a little bit nervous about because it is, I'm going on the, I'm looking on the New England Patriots side of the ball. Um, but they're matched up at home against the Saints and the Saints have not been very good at all. Um, mainly predominantly to the receiver one option. But um, what do you call the, the receiver one on that team? Well, this is the thing. They have so the Saints have been bad against the receiver one on any given football team, being the Titans, the Panthers, the Packers, and then last week 
with the Bucks. We saw uh, Mike Evans go down, but Chris Godwin just slotted right in and took over. Um, I'm looking at Hunter Henry in this spot. Oh, you're calling him the primary receiver. I'm calling Hunter Henry the primary receiver on the New England Patriots. Wild, John. And it's because he is really the only player to have any sort of a semblance of consistency in this team. Uh, Each week that we've seen him has been between 30 and 35 receiving yards. They did have a bad week three. It was a bad matchup in general. But outside of that, he's been hitting his overs. He's been been at least four catches. He's been at least 30 yards. And that's the line that he generally gets given. Um, Look, this could be a get-right game for Devontae Parker. It could be one of those weird Kendrick Bourne games. It could be a Demario Douglas game. But I think the old reliable here is Hunter Henry. Depends if we're we going to see Mac Jones even uh, out there. I think we will, especially at you home. Think so? and you, you, you actually think so? Yeah, I would be very surprised if they go back to Bailey Zappi. Like against the Cowboys, I I can see it because you're getting blown out. You're on the road. Um, there's no reason to keep playing Mac when when you're getting beat so bad. So I think that this is like a Patriots get right game. Derek Carr has not been very good. Even if we don't see Derek Carr, it's Jameis Winston. I think Belichick will know how to keep him out of the game. He's he's eating W's. Yeah, exactly. So this is this is a spot I really like for the Patriots, and I'm I'm going to Hunter Henry. Some of these tight ends have have been very very reliable. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I also, you know, I don't think that Alvin Kamara is going to catch 13 passes. Oh, my God. Did you see 13 or 14? For, what was like 30 yards or 13 yards? Derek, Derek, Derek Carr looked special. Yeah. Um, is my, yeah, my screen was frozen there. Uh, Derek yeah, Carr yeah. looked uh, – he looked he looked special out there. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> he had to check down almost everything. He didn't have the power. Yeah. Right, he didn't and that's have against the, power. the Bucks defense. Like the Bucks are nothing to cry home about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do, I, does Derek Carr like? Play? We just saw, look, look at look at how Baker Mayfield just looked on the road in New Orleans. Yep, I think the Patriots are in a really good spot here. If if Jameis Winston plays, mm-hmm. I would be content with taking Shahid's longest completion. Okay. If Jameis Winston plays. If they can pull the top off the defense. It just makes me nervous. WR3. The WR3, the least guarded. Yeah. Jameis Winston loves, loves to cork him. Yeah. Loves to. And for whatever reason, every coordinator feels the same way. They love to watch Jameis Winston cork them. So if, if Jameis Winston's playing... Uh, Shahid's over longest completion, which is probably going to be somewhere around 21, uh, mm-hmm. 20 or 21. Take the over, take the yeah. over, do it. Trust me, just trust me. If he doesn't play, if Derek Carr plays, take the over on Alvin Kamara's receptions. It's gonna, they're gonna be <laughs> seven, eight, but take it just because yeah. you just watched him last week and, and it, he didn't have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice. So, and Alvin Kamara is a satellite running back. He will find open field. He will find his way uh, on those press and releases. He doesn't even press. So it's not even a press and release. It's just an yeah. escape. He just jumps out to the side and goes, hey, you're in trouble. Give me the ball. Um, which that happened 13 
of 14 tries. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Not, like, who is there, has there been another? Did even Puka Nakua, did he catch 13? No, it was like 11 or 12. I mean, 12. it's still. <laughs> oh, it's insane. But 13? Yeah. yeah. I can't even remember the last time a receiver caught 13 catches. Yeah. It just seemed like every play was going to Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I mean, they were able to shut down Chris Olave. Uh, Michael Thomas was like, no, it wasn't okay. shutting them down, John. No, it had nothing to do it with the defense. Way. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the defense. It had everything to yeah. it had everything to do with the fact that Derek Carr couldn't throw the ball more than fucking ten feet. <laughs> I don't know why he played. It made no sense to me. I was watching. I, I don't know like, why. I can't I, watch this. It's 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 like it's horrible. It's it, it looked like like. Do you really not trust Jameis Winston that much? Yeah, I know, right? He's I not can't believe throw no 30 throws. interceptions in one game. Like, trust him, you know? Mm. That's the dream. I don't know. I don't know. That's the dream. <laughs> That's for my fantasy <laughs> James, team. Uh, James is, he needs to get a starting job here, man. <laughs> You're a truther. How about, oh, what about Mitch Trubisky? Let's Trubisky? talk about this for a second. If, if Kenny can't go, they're playing Baltimore. I, I've got. I want nothing to do with Mitch Trubisky. Me, me I kind of think it's <laughs> it kind of a trap for you. But if Pickett does go, I um I don't mind it as like a bounce back game. I actually no, think the Texans. You can't. This is a divisional like, game, but bro. Yeah. You like I? You know I've grown up watching the AFC North. Yes. And these games, just don't don't even don't put money anywhere near That's them so it, unless yeah, okay. unless you want to unless you want to pick the game uh within 3 points that's about the only thing that i can say yeah um, he really or needs tackles. Deontay, Deontay Johnson needs to get back for them to have any success there i think yeah yeah i even defensive idp is a very difficult thing to call in this one you can yeah. you know if they had bets for how hard of hits there were, I would take all the overs. Like these two teams, they they play each other extremely hard. But yeah, when it comes to player performance, I don't know. Take all the unders, every single one of them. But it's tough because it's yeah. I was going to say Ravens. Know. The Ravens have not been able to stop the receiver two option on teams. So would you think Calvin Austin? Yeah, so it could be a good Calvin Austin game if you can get him at like twenty five and a half receiving. It's got Why to be more than George Pickens. No, I would not go George Pickens in this one. I would not. Okay, I'm not going. Gonna, I'm not going more blanket than, them. Yeah, I'm not going more than 25 for Calvin Austin. There's no way. I just wouldn't do that. No, no, I can't. No. You know what is interesting though? It might be some Pat Frymuth unders because the Ravens linebackers have been stopping all tight ends that they've faced, and Pat Frymuth has not been able to get any success this season either. He's had one game over 35 and a half and it was week three. But what are they going to give him? The, the, the odds, the odds are going to be in the twenties. And do you really want to take under 20 something for, for do, a guy? Man. 30 and a half. I kind of do. See, I stay away from these games. I just, I'm, I'm away unless, okay. Yeah. Are, yeah, they yeah, give you, are they, are they going to anyway. give you four field goals uh, made in the game? Yeah. It, like if, if the number is somewhere around four, four and a half, mm -hmm. I mean, I would take that. It's still a prop. I would take it. But that's about the only thing that I can consider in this game. Yeah. About the only thing. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm just trying to have a look at what the weather's going to be. Yeah, I mean... On Sunday. <laughs> I mean, for, for you, I'm pretty sure you'd say it doesn't make a difference. Sunday's going to be yeah. cold, 12 degrees. It's not going to make a difference. It's, yeah, it's okay. really not going to... Okay, I got one last one. My running back, another running back pick. I'm going yep. with the New York Jets. I don't even care what the hell the line is for Brees Hall. Give me the over. It's over. Yeah. From the against Jets, the you're, you're back on board. Oh, against the Broncos, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Anything what it against is. the Broncos right now, just yes. Yep. Yep. Uh if you give if it's combined uh rushing and receiving and they give it to you under 80 mm. with Brees Hall, take it. Yeah. Take it. If the rushing total is 65 to 70, take it. Yeah. I don't know what they are. I'm gonna go look. But I, I think it's a late game, so I don't think it's gonna be it probably won't be up there, but what I will say is even Khalil Herbert, who has done jack shit all season, was able to hit over all of his props. So complete overs there. Every running back except that week one game against the um, – who's Denver's week one matchup? I think it might have been the Raiders. It was the Raiders. Um, but outside of that one game, like all running backs have had success against Denver. No, we just saw oh, the yeah, it was the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. But he did. Though Josh Jacobs did, didn't he? With through the passing game on, on I can't remember. Uh, nah, no, he was only two for twenty-three yards. Well, yeah, he had forty-eight, and then so he even he even he finished with seventy-one total yards. And yeah, he, he played a terrible game. Yeah, and he played a terrible game. Brees Hall is just heating up right now. That's a great get pick. It. I like that. Yeah. yeah, get it while it's not a hundred because it's going to yeah. be a hundred yeah, yeah. after this game. It's going to be a hundred. So. Get it. Get that it. was my thing when the Jets played the Patriots the other week. I was like, okay, this is it. You can get Grease Hall like 35 and a half, take it. It didn't yep. hit, which was unfortunate. But yeah, he's like a he's getting warmed up now. Yep. The volcano is about to go off. And, Love it. Uh, yep. That's it. Got Love else? it, dude. That's all from me. Sweet. Those some good some just some other quick ones I was looking at actually. Uh we already talked about Michael Wilson. I was looking at him. James Connor under receptions. I was sort of having a quick look at. We already talked about Evan Ingram at the start of the game. Oh, uh, ask me what I'd like to bet on Christian McCaffrey. Ask me. What What would you like to bet on Chris, Christian McCaffrey, John? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Christian Doesn't McCaffrey this feel like one of those games where Christian McCaffrey gets injured? <laughs> well, this is the thing. The Cowboys have been actually very good against the run, but Christian McCaffrey knows no prop that he cannot hit. So. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I, you yeah. know what? I'm off on Christian McCaffrey this week. Right, okay. There's just there's something inside the me that it. just tells like I I don't know if he just if he gets hurt. Mm. It's it just it's one of those like this is America's gonna be watching this game. Oh yeah. But 49ers at home. Yep. 40, 49ers undefeated against Jerry Jones, Cowboys. This is a good game. It's a really good game. Oh yeah. And that scares me. For things like for things like that, take the ultimate superstar in the game and bet on him. It's yeah. like betting if you try to bet Travis Kelsey the, when yeah. Taylor Swift was there. It's you know, to me, it's the same thing. You just don't do it. You just, just don't do it. Just do um, it, just one last one. Jano Smith overs. No, Jano Smith receiving no. Atlanta Falcons number one why, option. So why 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 is Jonathan Smith? Not- Performing the way that he is. Let's talk I, about it for I, 
Yeah, I don't know. But the Texans have not been great against tight ends, and we know that... Uh, take Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts is not the answer, but Jono Smith is like the sneaky getting everything. It's tough, John. It's tough. Yeah. No, that these I'm not I'm not like overly serious about them. I'll probably like study them as we get closer to Sunday. But they're just kind of like weird ones that have stood uh, stood out to me. That yeah. I'm sort of like, okay, why is this a thing? Yeah. So I, here's why I think it's a thing. If you've watched Desmond Ritter throw the football, every ball goes behind the receiver by five mm-hmm. yards or in front of the receiver by five yards. Yeah. Kyle Pitts has to run long developing routes. That's what he's been asked to do in this offense. If you watch him play, his route tree is seven plus yards. Almost every play. Almost every play he's running. He's being used more of as a smokescreen than he is anything else. And Jonu Smith is the block and then release tight end. Desmond Ritter can't make a decision, a proper decision to save his friggin' life right now. I think the confidence is shot in him. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's doing. He's dumping the ball down. Look at the look at Robinson's uh, completion uh, totals. J- Johnny Smith. The nice thing is Johnny Smith's a big boy, and mm-hmm. uh, he catches that ball. He turns up field, gets an extra three, four yards. Mm-hmm. So it, it is it is good per se. But if Artie Smith doesn't change the way that he is calling these plays and the route trees for his his receivers. How many times can you watch Drake London run a slant into double coverage and have Desmond Ritter force him the fucking football? How many times can you watch that until you go, this isn't working? This isn't working. They're not going to do it again. They're not going to do what they've been doing again. Kyle Pitts will be running more comeback routes. Yeah. Kyle Pitts will be running out routes. And Kyle Pitts will probably be catching maybe one or two smoke screens like catching the ball right, just right outside of the backfield. And uh, you have to get them involved. You have to, yeah. or you're going to have a very disgruntled locker room. And yeah. it, it is very much a get right uh, for them. If you're well, going to take it. Falcons, right? It's like the first couple of games, it was like, well, who cares? They're winning ball games. So like whatever yeah, he's winning. doing, it's working. It's not working anymore, but it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. So if I, I'm out, I'm out on the Falcons. I'm out on the Falcons. It scares me. I'm a, even Bijan. Like I like it. I'm supporting your Bijan. No, pick. come on. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. supporting your Bijan. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just out on the team right now. Like I just yeah. after watching them uh, closely over the past few weeks, there's not a lot that I like there. So I think, I think there's going to be a lot of stack boxes against Bijan, but I, I don't think it's going to matter because he is that good. Uh, but. If I was going to pick a tight end, or if you're going to ask me to pick a pass catcher that's going to do well in this game for the Falcons, mm-hmm. it's Kyle Pitts. All right. I, he he will lead. He will like if you look at if at the end of this week. So mark my words on this one. I don't know what the totals would be because it might only be thirty. Yeah. But he will be the top of the receiving total for the Falcons. Unless I mean, Desmond Ritter corks a stupid long one to third receiver or something. Yeah. I mean, my uh, Scott Fishbowl team will be happy to hear that about Kyle Pitts. But, uh, <laughs> invested shares? Yeah, my invested shares. But uh, no, outside of that, uh, it should be a tricky game. Plus, I mean, like the Texans are playing well at the moment. so I really yeah. like the Texans right now. They're yeah. like Nico Collins. I think they're going to be a bit inflated this week, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, Falcons maybe. Defense. Falcons defense is they're good. Not, they're, yeah. they're not. They're, yeah, they're not, though, because the Falcons are favored by two. Yeah. So, but that's because I mean, of the offense, not because of the defense. Is it? I mean, the, the Falcons offense is bad versus like the Texans offense, which is good. Like CJ Stroud is breaking records now. And I think the that's books what I mean. How, how like, up, but... can you just explain this to me? Can you explain yeah. to me why the Texans are considered underdogs in this game? Um, I think it's like hostile environment that they're going on into, although Atlanta is not like the scariest stadium in the world. What's well, a scary I think place? That, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, um, <laughs> The uh, Falcons' defense is good. Like, C.J. Stroud is still a rookie quarterback. Um, they're not going to be able to run the ball Desmond, very Desmond well. Ritter, who's, run, who's, better, who's a better quarterback, Desmond Ritter or C.J. Stroud? Well, Stroud, easy. Okay. Not even close. No problem. Okay, who's got the better receivers? Um. Well, the Texans do. Yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> okay, so now we talk about the running back. Okay, the edge, the edge obviously goes to yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. However, Damian Pierce is no slouch. It's a great running back. And the run schemes are very good. Yeah. Now we go to the defensive side of the ball. You can't tell me that, like, Atlanta has not looked good the past couple games. They started the no, season very not. strong. Yeah. But Houston, Houston, like, there's an energy. Yeah. There's an energy oh, yeah. there. There is an energy. There doing. is no way. I don't, I, I'm like, it feels like such a trap to me because it seems so obvious yeah. that the Texans are going to win this game. Yeah. I, and you know, I don't really bet on winners and losers, but I'm so tempted in the parlay to just pull that Texans game down mm -hmm. to plus four mm -hmm. and just take it at the plus four because there's no way like the Falcons aren't going to be winning by double digits. They're not going to be winning by a touchdown. They can barely score a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I think this is, big, this is a big Bijan game. I think. Yeah. I think you might be right, but like, Texans have been bad against the run. Bijan's star. If you were just going to take money line on this game, who are you taking money line? I'm taking the Falcons. You're taking the Falcons money line. Explain yeah. yourself, John. Um, I think like D'Amico Ryans is a great coach. Uh, I think Arthur Smith has been doing it longer. Um, he's at home. I think that these are sort of like the games that Arthur Smith thrives in. He's not like he might be stubborn, but he's not an idiot, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, well, and I think that they well, he's will stubborn. I think that they will win on defense in this game. Like, yeah. Low scoring? We'll see. Low scoring? Hmm. Um, no, I don't think it will be low scoring because I again I think that Bijan and Tyler Algier are going to get a lot of success. I don't think that Damian Pierce will, but I think this could be a good spot for like Nico Collins, Tank Dow. So I, both of them have their strengths. You, I just well, think you, that the you, Texans you younger. Do you think the game's going to go over? Uh, what's the What's the line? I don't know. No, I don't know either. If look, I'll say this: if it was in uh, Houston, I'd be taking the Texans. Okay, I you know what that's really fair. Actually, you know what? Let's go look close. at let's go look at this. Um, the we're breaking our our, our rule of yeah. <laughs> looking at money line spread. Yeah, I mean, over -under. I, I'm not taking any. It's of a fascinating this. game though. The over under is forty one and a half. Oh, over. You take the over. Yeah. I'm so concerned that the Falcons can't score right now. 
Okay. Yeah, that, then that's a fair concern. But I, just, I think that Arthur Smith can solve that problem. With good coaching. This yeah. is what I'm saying about the Kyle Pitts conundrum. Like, yeah. with good coaching and adjusting the routes accordingly, it's going to take a little bit of massaging. And this week's practice should be a very intense one for the Falcons because you're not going – like, they've been running the same – plays every game yeah and i think the the other side to that is that when you're a defense and you see such an elementary playbook and you know what you're looking at yeah you know it's going to be this is the lead receiver this is the secondary receiver this is his third look because i've watched this on film over the past four weeks yeah you know you have to have a, a deeper playbook. And if if this isn't a very intense week for the Atlanta Falcons of learning and adapting mm. and trying to figure out routes that are going to get your superstars in good places, I can't see the slants and the and the and the and and honestly, Kyle Pitts has just been he's he's been a decoy. He's been a decoy. And you just can't you can't have that. And you like like I said, you can't have Drake London running seventeen slants. Nope, oh, lost you there, John. Yeah, my webcam just died. I don't know why. Weird. Okay, well that's it. I don't have to do the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Faceless. Can you can you can you sub in just like a photograph of you on this? <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, just can it bob its head like a bobblehead, John? Yeah. Um, Take us out, Sully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Exciting week five. Sorry about the. Uh... <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry about the uh, introducing it as week four. I, I feel we missed the show, so my brain was just like, "Yeah, here we are fourth week. Uh, it's going to be a great week five. Listen up to the uh, to the to the bets that uh, we're putting down, and uh, to the players that we've been talking about. You're going to be able to go back and scrub through those and take a look on YouTube and uh, and compile your own list. We can lead a horse to water, but we can't make him drink. Uh, out of those, you will know that I will have one or two parlays built, and we're going to play those singles. So if you play the singles, guess what? You're going to make money. I know you are, because we've been making money all season. Even our worst week, we still made money. So uh, if you want to make some money, like, subscribe, follow along, go back, scrub those picks, and let's let's fucking go. I'm into John? just to recap. Dak over passing. If it's like 240 passing, I'm into it. Bijan over rushing and receiving, probably even scrimmage yards. And Hunter Henry over 35 and a half receiving as well are my, uh, the ones that I'm looking at. Are you going to parlay them? Yes. <laughs> okay, rock and roll. Like, my Sundays have been a bit hit and miss, so we'll say like, oh, my Thursday night football—that's been amazing, fifteen yep. and three. But uh, yeah, we'll see how we'll, we'll pick it up on Sunday. I hit a six legger and a five legger last week. Come on, yeah, it's beauty, beautiful. Let's go. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, have a good one, guys. Bye.